Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding Reality, a podcast about the latest and greatest in reality television. I am David Chen. Joining me today are two of my favorite commentators, on the world of reality television. She is my frequent partner in podcasting as well as my partner in life. Joy, how's it going today? I'm I'm stunned because I don't hate Vanessa Lachey at this moment. Don't know what to do with myself. <gasps> I know. It's a shocking fact. Uh, so we are grateful to have Joy here. Uh, and also uh, Justin Jordan is also joining us. Justin, thanks for jo- chatting with us today. Thank you so much for having me on. I couldn't find my revenge dress, but I'm happy to judge their revenge dresses tonight. Should be fun. All right. Well, you can find more episodes of this podcast at decodingreality.tv and find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decodingreality. Of course, you can also email us at decodingtv at gmail.com. Today on the podcast, we're going to be discussing uh the love is blind season 5 finale episode as well as the love is blind season 5 reunion episode which just aired this weekend in fact uh all three of us just finished watching the reunion episode we're coming to you hot with our hot takes right here on decoding reality so let's get into it uh let's start with the finale episode uh and i guess it's it's also probably wise to start with Reflections on this season as a whole. Now, Justin Jordan, Joy and I were talking last episode how this is a pretty anticlimactic season. Uh, pretty pretty tough season. You're giving me a quizzical look, Justin, but... What? We, what we've do you had... mean anticlimactic? This was thrilling. Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> you? It was down to the wire with Izzy and Stacey. It was down to the wire with Milton and Lydia. Like, uh, I couldn't tell you which way it was going to go. Milton showed up to the ceremony with no vows. That isn't so, that isn't so give no me vows, any sense. Like, a hundred like, plus picks. Exactly. That, see, I, I, I couldn't disagree more. This was, yeah, this was probably me. the riskiest finale of all Love is Blind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, so I will say I called Stacy and Izzy not making it and then Stacy saying being the one to say no but that that's not like a groundbreaking prediction or anything like that but i was genuinely shocked by the milton and lydia saying yes what why 
Justin, tell me, tell me what you're, rather than me explain why, I, I've already ex- shared my thoughts on Lydia at length. Why do you think J- Lydia and Milton were going to make it? Because I think, I think it comes down to this. And it's not a complicated equation. But I think that the most successful couples in the whole world are the ones willing to change. And at the end of the season, I think Lydia and Milton were both willing to change for each other to fit the needs that they needed. And I'm okay with that. Uh, boy, I, I don't agree with that assessment at all, Justin, but I'm going to I'm gonna flip it over to Joy, who also, I think, has some reactions to that. Well, I agree with the first half of what Justin said, which <laughs> is the couples that make what it are the mean? ones that are willing to change. I actually felt like they seemed in the edit leading up to the final episode very unwilling to change, both of them. Um, in fact, Lydia's catchphrase is like, I'm just me, you know, like take it or leave it. <laughs> And that does make her um, in some ways endearing and easy to root for and in other ways frighteningly inflexible. When you hear somebody say that, that can kind of just stop a fight or win an argument every time because, you know, she can always come back with you're asking me to change. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you actually went from being – what I'm most shocked by, honestly – is that you went from being on the Milton is crusty, Milton is permacrusty, is the, okay, okay, here's the all thing. the way into the like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this couple is like in love and going to make it. So I'm curious where you stand. Where's your Milton meter now? Here's the thing. Like I said, the couples that win are the ones willing to change. And if you look at Milton in the beginning, was not willing to change. He was crusty, super crusty. But by the finale and the reunion, he grew up. He changed for I do the better. Feel, I do feel like a lot of difference between the finale and the reunion. And I think almost two years has passed in between. Exactly. So, he yeah. was willing to grow and change to meet Lydia's needs. Um, he was crusty. And he's still crusty. He's still his haircut, in my opinion. The, the, the hair thing is still a problem for me. But that's okay, Milton, because Lydia likes it. And I think, I think at the end of the day... I I think at the end of the day, I, I get where Milton was coming from. I understand Milton, even though I would not want my female friends to date Milton in the state that I show, like that I saw on television, you know? Uh-huh. He well, some, okay. Yeah. L- l- let's continue the Milton conversation into the reunion. I will say, out of anyone on the show, Milton came out of the reunion looking the best. Like... He, Zero to a hundred. He has clearly matured. Like he delivered really articulate answers. He had some thoughtful comments about the nature of marriage and being a husband. I was like, this guy is unrecognizable from the person we saw in episode one of the show. He defended um, his wife in such a mature and appropriate yes. way. Mm-hmm. And you could tell he had really internalized the identity of being her husband, which takes people yeah. time, especially when they're young. Um, so, it was shocking. Shocking. Yeah, so I will give you know credit where credit is due. Like, didn't expect him to get married. Didn't expect him to stay married. Didn't expect Milton to come through and have like a really thoughtful defense of himself and Lydia and their marriage. But he came through, man. Milton's journey this whole season is unassailable, in my opinion. Like he has uh, whether what he did off screen or before the show began, who can say? But like. 
what what he showed up as on screen, I thought he did a great job. And it sounds like we all agree with that, yeah? He was crusty. He was too busy playing Pokemon. But yeah. now think, he's mature. But now, let, yeah, let, let's just <laughs> well, finish. I'm, I'm curious if Justin feels that we got the crusty edit. Because it turns Ooh. out he had that oil barrel emoji thing, which is very mature to have a safe word. Like David and I have this when we're at – I don't know if you and your wife have this, Justin. When we're at a party, if it's like – we know one of us might want to go. We have like a, a phrase we use to like get out of there. Um, yeah. And I actually thought that was very mature of him to know that she might need that help and support. Um, if you go back at the edit, I think I recorded with David. I said, he doesn't have dinner plans. There's no way he has dinner plans. He made <laughs> something up, like showed mm-hmm. her a phone. Do you want to get out of here? To like end the conversation with Uche. I called it America. Yes. I was right yes. once. But um I think I, I that's what I think that <sighs> I was a little harsh on Milton. I was Aww. harsh. Wow. I was harsh. Taking it back I'm reeling will- it back. Yeah. <laughs> I was I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. Unlike some people in this reunion, but that's oh, not the point okay. anyway. And, and <laughs> wow. while we're putting points back on Milton's board, curious. What did you think of the wedding day haircut? I thought it looked all right. Still I thought it was an improvement. Enough. Not good enough. Still not good enough. The, the stash is not a good situation. Here's the thing. You know what? And I hope Milton never listens to this podcast. But as soon as I saw all of his groomsmen, I'm like, this makes sense. This makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> this wow. makes sense. <laughs> wow. No, I, I, Milton, Milton, like I just, I, I, I just one haircut. Just want, but if Lydia loves it, we love it. We love it. You know, his friend said, "Oh, Milton never gets a haircut. He rarely gets his hair trimmed." I was like, "I know, we know." I think it's just a black people thing. I think it's just like because I noticed this so much. Um, but Milton, if you love it, I love it. Uh, it's okay. It's cool. I would like to see. Here's my like fantasy matchup. You know how all the Love is Blind castmates get close to each other in their season, and then they mm-hmm. get to know each other even across seasons because of Netflix promotions and whatever. Brett, with your Nike hookup, can you mentor Milton in mm. style? I think there's a lot of good material to work with there, but Milton doesn't know what he's doing, and he doesn't even know that he might be doing it wrong. Like Even during the reunion, he had a good suit. But the yeah. collar was messed up. I was like, no, Milton, you were so close. Yeah, but he did Man. look more comfortable in his clothes for the first time. That is true. We're, we're working. We're get, working to get there. See, that's the power of a good woman. Lydia, that's the power of a good woman. She changed him for the better. All right. Let, let's, we got to talk about Lydia. So let's, let's do that. Okay. So I am surprised by how many people felt the same way as me about Lydia online and basically saw the finale of season five as kind of almost the death knell for this show, right? Like time magazine, time, time magazine, like wrote this piece about how, like, um, let's see, let me see. Uh, breaking down love is, uh, love is blinds. Catastrophic fifth season calls for a reality show reckoning. That is the headline at time.com. And it basically aligns with my views completely, which is that we got to the end of season five, only one couple made it, and they were the couple that no one thought was right for each other. (laughs) Uh, To the end, Lydia felt like, you know, we talked about this on last episode, Joy, but like, 
It felt like Lydia was deluding herself into thinking that this was a good pairing. And in fact, I saw a TikTok this morning that was just putting Lydia on blast for uttering the phrase, uh, I fell in love with you because you chose me. This is part of Lydia's vows. She says, I fell in love with you because you chose me, which is, in my opinion, a terrible thing to say, because it's like, not mm. not for anything, not for any qualities that you have, but because you chose me. And so to me, this pairing never made sense. And nothing that Lydia said the entire season made it seem like she actually liked Milton for who he was. What? It was it much David, more felt like David. she liked she liked the idea of Milton or the idea of being married. Look, I'm just saying I think that is how the edit read to me. Yes, that's how the edit read. Now in real life, maybe it was different, but okay. But they Justin, also edit her to look like a crazy ex-girlfriend. So, yeah, it's you know, true. it's true. Like there's a lot of storytelling, you know, manipulation there. So but, I, I'm just, I'm just saying I, I do not have the minority opinion here. Like I've, I've seen like multiple people being like the season was a disaster. The worst couple got married. I, I've read that in multiple places. All that said, Justin Jordan, I am curious. You disagree completely with what I'm saying. What is I've your opinion on the whole Lydia? Been, I, yeah. I've yeah. always been on the Lydia defense team. Yes. I've always been on team Lydia. Always, you can go back and look at the edit viewer. Yes, but yes, I'm, absolutely. I'm saying like what I liked about Lydia from the get go is her her one of her willingness to like almost fling herself into this process. That being said, the whole Uche drama I think is a thing of the past because if Lydia, everyone was questioning Lydia's intentions. But she never wavered. She never did. It was all, once her and Milton got together, she was on Team Milton. And she was committed to whatever it takes to make that relationship work and grow. And I think that's the real essence of this experiment. Is love blind? I don't know. Who knows? I think at this point, it's questionable whether or not love is blind. But this experiment proves, if you're like, when you take all the factors of the real world and all that stuff, looks, finances, are you willing to love the person at the center and the core of that? And I think Lydia represents that fully because so she's even like after, very yes. ride or die, right? Like that's ride her die, thing. You know? And she found her guy and it's ride or die. And in some ways, I think what you're saying is in order to make it to the altar and stay married, you have to be ride or die. Exactly. By nature. In By a way nature. that some people weren't. Exactly. And which we can get into the reunion. The reunion was shocking. <laughs> I, I want to hear what Joy has to say, but Justin, do you feel like you finished uh, your like articulating your thoughts on Lydia there? I think I mean at the end of the day, I I I, I truly don't understand the Uche of it all. I don't I, I, I at this point, if Lydia was truly getting on the show to win Uche back, she wouldn't be married have two weddings to Milton. You know, like I think I think the Uche issue is squashed, in my opinion. Uche was was not the guy that he thought he was. I think, actually, if we're going to talk about Uche for a minute, I think that there are several times in this show, including in the reunion, where you could see that everybody's version of the truth is true to them. So you could see... Aaliyah hearing several people say, oh, she thought she'd run into somebody from her past. Well, mm -hmm. Lydia has like not a lot of filters, so she easily could have walked around saying that. And maybe it didn't mean very much to her. 
but it can come across as very calculating or very planned, right? And you can hear Uche getting wind of that and thinking, she's stalking me. Clearly, according to Uche, they dated for three weeks, two years ago, and according, or however long before the show. And according to Lydia, it was a multi year situationship. But if you're kind of hooking up on and again, off again, and you're not really defining the relationship, people have different feelings about each other. They have different understandings of what's going on. She said he slept with another girl while he was with me. He doesn't think that's cheating if he's not exclusive with you and maybe you did and felt jealous. Maybe, like everybody else, you're watching the Instagram stories of the people that he follows and you are looking for signs of him in there because you're feeling a little possessive or hurt and you just didn't hide it very well because you're not smart enough to do that. I'm very bad at Instagram. I've made that kind of mistake. Not about an ex. <laughs> I once liked like dirty photos of teddy bears around the world and didn't realize <gasps> like people could see that. <laughs> oh, no. I then deleted my Instagram account. Because <laughs> I'm a grown woman. I shouldn't be doing that. But they're very cute. You know, they have them like making tea parties. Anyway, so um, I have been Lydia. And I understand where she was coming from. And I think it's one of those things where it might – I think you're right. It's squashed. It's not relevant. It doesn't mean she then got with Milton to make Uche jealous or anything. And But did she maybe have a hope that they would spark a new relationship? Maybe she did. And I think that's okay. I do think the whole thing got a little out of proportion. I do, I do think the most important part that was revealed in this reunion was Nick Lachey clarifying the producer's point of view yeah i don't think i don't think we've ever seen that ever absolutely in love yeah, is that Blind, was interesting which that is was like interesting. very fourth wall breaking yes for the the show itself to be like um actually we told lydia yeah. and uche that we were going to kick them off but if they promised to say nothing that we would keep them on the show but then after but they developed feelings could. then they yeah. could say things and so it's complicated and i Okay, well, let's get to the reunion in a little bit. But before we do that, uh, Joy, did you have anything else to add? Or, um, well, I, are we still talking about Lydia? Uh, yeah. Why don't we wrap up Lydia, and then I want to talk about the Stacy Izzy finale component. Um, in Lydia's favor in the reunion, that dress ten out of ten. The boob tape twelve out of ten. Working <laughs> overtime. The revenge dress of like I've, one of the best revenge dresses I've ever seen. In Lydia's debit column for me is um she never apologized to Aaliyah it looked like and she should have she yeah. kept saying like well I was doing the best I could under these circumstances and it's very difficult and there's no manual for this all of which is to say like do you feel that you violated her boundaries because she feels you did do you do you take responsibility yeah. for that or not mm -hmm. that was bad all right um let's talk about Stacy and Izzy in the finale I will say it was uh pretty surprising because I thought I didn't think either of the couples would make it, but of the two, they had a more like a higher likelihood of making it. Um, Justin Jordan, were you surprised when Stacy said no at the altar? Um, I wasn't surprised because of the way that Izzy acted afterwards. I think it's pretty clear that they had a conversation that no one would be blindsided by what happened at the altar. That's what mm -hmm. I think. And do you think Izzy was blindsided? I think that Izzy had a hope that she would say yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think they had a conversation before they went to the altar. Mind you, everyone put on your tinfoil hats just for this one. Yep. That one of them would say no. Because 
under the hood of this whole season is that we know that if you back out of the wedding, you are on the hook for (laughs) $50,000. So I can see a scenario, money conscious Stacy, where like, look, I need more time. I want to date after this, or I want, I'm not ready to be married. Izzy saying, okay, I got you. They get to the altar Stacy still says no. And Izzy's like, maybe she'll say yes. Maybe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? And then I don't things know. happen he, the way they should, you know? I, I'm not dis- I'm not discounting what you're saying. Like, it's possible what you're saying is true. Uh, it, it'll, I always feel like probably the couples have some sense of what's going to happen uh, before they get to the altar. But Izzy seems genuinely shocked and hurt by what has occurred. Uh, he's cr- He's literally know. crying, you know? Because they uh, smooch and they say, hey, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like, like okay a- at the moment. Um, yeah. And maybe they had, a, I think you're right. Maybe they had a pre-conversation of like, no matter which way this goes, like we yeah. genuinely love each other or something like that. But I think he, he I think he did hope slash want for it to be. And then he says some pretty horrible things. Not yeah. horrible, but hurtful, you know, like after mm-hmm. in his camera interview. So I think my diagnosis of it is that um, Stacy just needs her man to be rich and she should admit that you know uh and okay it looks like both of you disagree with me but joy go ahead well justin you go first i don't think i don't think money is at the core of it Mm -hmm. i think it's a symptom okay that's her yep um hesitation yeah i think her real hesitation is that I don't think at any point during their relationship, from what we saw, Izzy was his most honest self around Stacy. Mm-hmm. And I think that is because of Stacy's very clear expectations of what Izzy should be. And Izzy felt in his heart that he could not match that. And then that those walls kept building upon building upon. And one of those walls is finance. You know, mm-hmm. Izzy never felt comfortable to, to divulge all of his finances and all of his truth. And that's kind of like a symptom of, I guess, the deeper core is that I don't think Stacy could really trust Izzy. You know, I, I think you know that's, a, that's a great insight, actually, Justin. And I think I I think I agree. I think I'll say, forget what I said. You're right. <laughs> like the 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 money was only one component of Stacy just generally not trusting Izzy, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Joy, go ahead. I mean, I think I agree with Justin, but I'd probably frame it slightly differently. When you have to get to know somebody so quickly, and I think they both did give it a pretty genuine shot, like it wasn't just for the cameras, um, you are both kind of auditioning for each other. Just like when you first meet someone you're dating, it's kind of like Mm -hmm. best foot forward. You know, you like actually clean your apartment before they come over for the first time because you want to see, you don't want them to see how you really are and how you really live. Um, I think. If I were Stacy, and you know, I identify with Stacy a lot. Sorry <laughs> to everyone. I don't wear don't any makeup, sorry. but like I, you know, also like nice things. And I'm, I didn't inherit any money, but you know, anyway, I have some things in common with her. Um, I think that um, she is very, she's kind of a, a stark person, right? She kind of sees things in black and white, like either you're with me or you're not, either you're responsible or you're not. And so if he has a place where he goes to, if he's ashamed of something and that he kind of hides it or minimizes it, she's 
it's not her approach. She's always like tackle it, go at it, be super open. I don't think she's ever had to feel ashamed of anything in her life is my guess. Like you can mm-hmm. absolutely have that due to your circumstances, not just due to your own behaviors. Um, and I think she uh, felt uncomfortable trusting that if there was something else that happened that he was ashamed of, that he would not come to her with it. And it's very easy to always say, oh, it's not the right time. And I, I think that's a reasonable trust issue. Setting aside whether she needs to be with somebody who is maybe more both accustomed to and wants the lifestyle. He's not even really that interested in the same lifestyle she's in. You know, he would give that to her because she asked for it, but not because it's his idea of a good time. So anyway, I think I agree with you. Mm-hmm. That's all well and good. Uh, but at the end of the day, they didn't get married. And uh, I did feel like Izzy... You know, if I had just been crushed in the worst way I've ever been emotionally crushed in my whole life and you put a camera in front of me, I would probably be saying a bunch of terrible stuff, too. But Izzy was saying things like, hey, I can give you things that the rich 45 year old men you typically date can't give you, cannot give you. Um, And then he went off on this thing about how, like, I was watching Titanic and that's how I felt love should be. Um, Titanic, by the way, a story of a dirt poor good looking guy who uh, hooks up with an extremely wealthy heiress um but that is a very i would say childish understanding of what love is uh mm. is the movie titanic in my opinion you know and romantic comedies in general which which i think paint a very simplistic picture of uh what it's like to be with someone I think and, I heard that a lot in Izzy's voiceovers. He would say things like, I want to be loved the way I love, which means unconditionally, meaning like no matter how you are, no matter what you say, nothing can be wrong. Nothing can ever be not good enough. And I, I think like if you're trying to get to know someone and understand their character, it's absolutely possible that people can say things that aren't good enough. You know, like if somebody says they hit their dog, like I think I should consider that my <laughs> cue to exit. So I I heard in his, um, yes, a very childlike and in some ways lovely, but also impractical way of thinking about romance. All right. Any other thoughts on Stacey and Izzy in the finale before we get to the reunion? Uh, if not, oh, go ahead, Justin. I wonder, uh, Stacey did have a comment about her shoes. And if you look them up, those are very expensive shoes that <laughs> her are. dad definitely paid for and not Netflix. Like, Jesus I've seen Christ. a TikTok about that. And I think yeah. that is unfair. I Here's what I think. If you're Stacey, I think she actually <laughs> might work for her dad. But let's say she has mm. a regular job. And then on the side, she moonlights as a Pilates backup instructor. And she kind of has a closet organizing business. But she probably makes like 100, 150K a year, something like that, If with that kind of job. And that's great money if you don't have to take care of children, you don't have to take care of mm. your parents, you don't have to take care of your sisters. There are two people can have the same income but have such different responsibilities that some yeah. people have $1,200 for a pair of shoes and some people, you know, making the same job at the same age don't. And so I, I don't know. I feel like the internet has really torn up Stacy for being like a super spoiled rich person. And I think she might just be kind of like regular rich. But single, no children. Rich. You know, well, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, like I can find a person that rich, like probably in our zip code. If I try, are they hiring? 
Uh, uh, reading from a Screen Rant article, according to Stace, uh, LinkedIn, Stacy is the head of operations at Petromar in the greater Houston area, an occupation she has held since uh, 2014. That sounds fancy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh, but Petromar does loss control and other expediting and handling of marine shipments. Um, so, yeah, I, I think somewhere between one hundred and two hundred fifty thousand dollars you know, annual salary is probably what that is, right? Um, but uh, the, the other reason for the shoes is because the shoes was the thing that was mentioned earlier on the show when they were talking about like suitcases full of shoes. And so like a lot of people were speculating, oh, maybe Stacy's dad bought the shoes and it's like, oh, or maybe, um, you know, she's just or maybe she to- has a lot of, you know, like high credit card bill and doesn't save anything, you know, like it's anything's yeah, possible. Any, any, anything's possible. All right. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, those are our overall thoughts on the season five finale of Love is Blind. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Let's get to the reunion. Let's start with overall thoughts of the reunion. And I just want to say, uh, Justin, last season of Love is Blind, uh, Joy and I spent quite a bit of time dragging Vanessa Lachey for what we perceive to be a horrendous job moderating uh, that reunion, asking questions no one gave a shit about, uh, saying inappropriate things, asking inappropriate questions, uh, they were basically the worst, and they deserved all the criticism and scorn they got for it. But credit where credit is due, I thought they did a very solid job moderating this reunion. Uh, it was a dramatic improvement over season four's reunion. Interesting. Um, and also, by the way, season four, a reunion marred by horrifying like uh, live problems. Like, people tuned in to watch it live. They couldn't watch it live. It was a complete failure. Um, so season four, basically disaster reunion, uh, this season, very solid, very reasonable. Um, not my favorite season of the show, but the reunion itself was decent. Uh, joy, what did you think? And then Justin, I want to hear from you about it. I think, um, season four reunion took a season of couples we liked and then made the whole thing into something kind of sorted and lame for the reunion. This was like a season I did not like. I thought it was so painful and just limped across the finish line. And then I thought the reunion was great. I don't think Vanessa Lachey was perfect. She still had some Vanessa moments. But I overall felt like they did a very good job being prepared, empathetic, um, asking questions that would follow up and not let people completely off the hook. And not making themselves the main characters of the reunion. And Absolutely, so yeah. overall, and also it's filmed basically now. Like you can tell 
that all the episodes have aired or have been shown to the participants at the time. So finally, the show is catching up to all this Instagramming and TikToking that the actual Love is Blind cast has been doing because you get this weird sense of, oh, it all got filmed in the past. So if we had a reunion and it was also filmed in the past, it wouldn't be caught up to where we are in real life right now. So I don't need another after the altar special. This is the after the altar special. Like this is, it was all good for me. What did you think, Justin? I think that it's, about time we give credit where credit is due. The editors of Love is Blind, because you have truly saved this season and saved this reunion. Do do I think that um, the Lachey's have stepped up their hosting game? Maybe. Probably. But I'm sure it looks a lot better when you have a couple of takes like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't say that right. JP, why? <laughs> you know, like, oh wait, I'm sorry. What do you right. want me to say to JP? Okay, let's do that now. You know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's the production of it. It's the editing of it. I think that's the real star of the show, and it made it look more professional, more clean. It ended on time, and <laughs> I think people underestimate how hard live television is. And you can see that with last season. So for Absolutely. Sure. I think that's all part of it, too. I will also add, you know, we watched the finale with our friend Valentina, and she pointed out that, um, I mean, Justin, so we've already talked, Justin, on this podcast about how uh, uh, two couples made it to Mexico and were edited out of the show mm-hmm. uh, that we didn't see at all. And one couple made it all the way to the... Uh, uh, wedding dress stage, actually to, to the altar, to the altar. One couple made it all the way to the altar. They just weren't shown at all. That's Renee and Carter, right? Mm-hmm. And Valentina pointed out, hey, you notice how this season there was no bachelor party and bachelor party episode. Um, it's because oh. they probably couldn't, like for the wedding dress, they could just, Renee shows up and, oh, she's their friend, right? But like, they couldn't <laughs> explain why Carter and Renee were at the bachelor and bachelorette party. Like that wouldn't make any sense at all. So they just mm. didn't have those episodes at all. Um, mm. And I have to say it was pretty seamless. And I, I think like the editors deserve a lot of credit for trying to salvage what seemed like a horrifying situation all around where you had multiple couples that ended catastrophically and they had to kind of excise them from the show. Um, if you just watched the show and you didn't read any of the online drama, you mostly wouldn't be able to tell. Except and that you so, would think, boy, love is really hard in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because of so few couples made so it. So few couples we... made it, according yeah, yeah. to you know the edit we saw. So yeah. that's the editors doing a valiant job salvaging a crap situation. But to Justin's point, I think the editors did a valiant job positively making a great reunion. Example, yeah. when Stacy mm-hmm. is talking about Johnny, they keep cutting to Johnny and Chris side, you know, what's that called? Sidelining, side, side, side chatting. And they even amp up their mics. It's like a whisper. But, you know, they really did a good job, I think, creating a storyline within their reunion itself. And, yes, live TV is hard, but I don't. I bet they didn't have very much time to edit this either. So, And then all of Stacey's incredible facial reactions that I'm sure will get turned into memes. Yeah. They caught, too. So it sounds like, overall, we all thought this was a very reasonable, solid reunion episode, right? Like, um, pretty good stuff. Pretty, I pretty, like... Pretty, yeah. Uh, the other big choice they made is only to have Stacy and Izzy and um, Lydia and Milton out 
in the first place. Yeah. And normally we have a much bigger cast for, you know, good reason. But then it wasn't like always clear who was going to come out. And so I appreciated the suspense built into that. So during the reunion, we learned that uh, Milton and Lydia are still together, which is, again, was stunning to me. But uh, I, I hope they make it. And certainly with the way Milton has matured, it's, it's very, it seems very possible that they're going to make it at this point. Um, Izzy and Stacy no longer together. We heard a little bit about their entanglements with other people and apparently coincidentally being in a cooking class with each other, uh, which sounds like a mortifying experience, by the way. Like, can you imagine being on Love is Blind with someone, getting to the altar, them saying no, and then later on you're each dating someone else and then you end up at a cooking class together? That would be pretty tough. Pretty tough, I have to say. Uh, they brought Johnny and Chris out, and we learned that Chris cheated on Johnny, basically, uh, which was like, wow. Very, very blatantly, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Like, like I, I'm part of me is surprised because, like Nick Lachey said, like, you were defending Johnny, like, two <laughs> seconds ago. Well, and apparently, they, apparently they broke up, like, or apparently he cheated on her, like, right after that party, right? Like it was yeah. immediately after the events of that party, which is like, wow, shocking. That's I shocking. think that Chris, everyone, you know, there's like a slack of Dave's listeners, like listeners to the slash film cast that I'm in. Everybody loves Chris. Chris is so great. Chris is such a nice guy. I'm now wondering, did we all think Chris was a nice guy? Cause we just didn't see a lot of Chris in the edit. Mm. You know, it's easy to kind of fill in the blank space because I think what he did is terrible. He cheated on her and he was planning to ghost her at the same time. Like he wasn't really going to tell her even though he was quote unquote in love with her. And then I do wonder, Vanessa Lachey tried to get at it and I think Nick did too, if the things they said about her at the party did weigh on him to some extent Mm. and make him wonder, is this person really trustworthy or, you know, not. And then, um, I mean, it seemed like they were in a relatively okay place about it, ish. But then Johnny turns <laughs> around and makes out with Izzy. It seems like the following week, like this timeline is so compressed. Yeah, I, I think the math works out. I'm not the I think math it works, works out. out. It's just very fast. I think the the mind math works. Like, think about it. The barbecue happens. Chris cheats on Johnny. Johnny is like, her pride's hurt, right? Later, time goes on. She sees Chris out, but not with Stacy. And what's the best way to get... You mean Izzy, right? Or uh, Izzy. Yeah, yeah. And what's the best way to get under Stacy's skin? (laughs) Is to make out with her Mm -hmm. (laughs) ex-fiance. Yeah. I I think that's... And... I bet Izzy was into it too. He's like, ha ha, I'm going to make out with Johnny because you didn't want me. Like, I, I think that makes perfect but sense what I on love a petty is, level. Apparently they make out and then they're like, uh, no, <laughs> they never do it again. Mm, I think, so, I think some lies were told on the stage, but that's none of my business. Well, I, I, I'm just going to say like, go ahead, Joy. Go ahead. I, I, I felt like I had all the information I needed like I felt like Vanessa was pressing a lot for basically did you have sex have you had sex and she does this every reunion and I do not effing care I truly don't I don't care how much penetration there was or what (laughs) holes like I don't care Vanessa like did you have an ongoing relationship 
is more important to me. And so I feel like they answered that. I wouldn't, it's hard for me to imagine wanting to hook up with someone who I had screamed at, at a public party that was filmed and broadcast for millions of people. Um, But also I understand why some people might find that hot. So, but you know, different strokes are different folks, literally. Um, Anyway, that's the Johnny and Chris stuff. They brought back Aaliyah. Um, and you know, this reunion is, you know, uh, uh, a, a way to update viewers on what has occurred in the time since the show has been filmed, but it is also a PR exercise uh, mm. for every single person who participates or doesn't participate. And the whole time I'm watching this, I'm thinking to myself, why did this person agree to participate? Now, Aaliyah, I think, very reasonable to come back and explain her side of things. And I thought and Aaliyah I think came she up... wanted she wanted answers. Yeah, she wanted answers from Lydia, which like she only kind of got. I think Aaliyah came off of this looking fine. Like I don't think I think she quit herself just fine. Like, you know, there was nothing bad about how she came off. And I think you're right, Joy, that I did feel um it did mildly upset me that Lydia refused to apologize or take take literally any accountability for any of her actions this entire season that is not a thing that has ever occurred um and that that did upset me a little bit but i, I thought Aaliyah came out fine and uche has basically become the number one villain of the season uh second maybe only to lydia um <laughs> i know justin disagrees but okay what just crime did lydia commit <laughs> Justin, do we agree with uh, do we agree on the Uche point at least? I think I think yes, I think yes, we do agree that Uche was clearly the villain and deservedly so. I think unfortunately, my client Lydia did a little oopsie daisy <laughs> by exposing her entire sex life to Aaliyah after she apparently after this meeting explicitly said don't talk to me about that stuff. It's a little oopsie. It's a misdemeanor. It's not feels, a full crime. Feels like a felony. Yeah, Maybe yeah. we'll let you plead down to a misdemeanor on it. Listen, yeah. listen. My client pleaded not guilty on that stage. She always pleads not guilty. That's yeah. the problem. With the best yes. intentions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, At the but, end but yeah, of the day, Uche, oh, I think, came off really terrible in the edit of the show. Uh, people, sh- the stuff people shared about Uche was very bad uh, during the reunion, and then Uche didn't show up, which I think actually was a strategic mistake for him. Like, if he had been there, I think it wouldn't have gone as badly for him. Um, no, but... I think it would have been worse. Oh, it could have been worse. I Strategically, agree. I think Uche made. <laughs> if I'm Uche's defense lawyer, yeah, don't show up to that reunion. You're just gonna be dragged through the mud. Well, just wait I, till it airs and then clear everything you need to on right. Instagram Grand stories. Notes, yeah. Like notes app I, in the Instagram. I was, yeah. exactly. was going to say Uche could have defended himself, but then I remembered what Uche defending himself sounds like, and then that would have been bad. right? So I agree with you. It might have been worse. Joy, what did you think? I tried to give Uche every benefit of the doubt throughout the season because um, – you know, I'm like, okay, maybe he's just very logical and linear. You know, he's a lawyer. Maybe this is how he is. Maybe he's like literally like neurodivergent and just really takes a long time to badger you by getting to the point slowly by like amassing all the evidence of all the terrible things you've ever done. Maybe he's paranoid. Maybe Lydia is in fact crazy. But when he yelled at Miriam, 
out of nowhere at that pool party. In a way, I would never yell at anybody, you know, like, where do you live, Miriam? Do you live in Dubai or do you live in Houston? Like, it's first of all, it doesn't matter. It's not any of his business as a grown man. And he's literally telling a woman who went to Hopkins that she is fake. And a. I think he. it's come out that he has told other people in the pod that she was a gold digger. And I think Uche is just haterade, like all around, like 24-7, trying to like sabotage other people and c- to come out on top. And I... I think it's really telling that no one in the cast particularly cares for him. No one, no one defended him at all, right? No one, no one came to his aid. So, uh, yeah. So Uche, the villain of the season, unequivocally, and uh, if you had a bad feeling about him, it was completely justified, apparently, by everything everyone said. I was rooting for them in the first five episodes based Absolutely. on the the edit they had. I'm like, oh, I really hope Uche and Aaliyah get back together. That's the couple I'm going to root for. But yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, I guess the the part that I'm most shocked by is that, number one, Milton's takedown of Uche. Yeah. Very clear. Because oh. he was right. Surgical. Well done. Surgical. Surgical and well done. Yeah. Milton and Lydia have nothing to do with Lydia and Uche. And I think what Uche thinks is that Lydia's crime, whatever, whatever she did wrong is that she, I think she valued her happiness over his feelings. And I think men, especially young men of a certain black men of a certain age, like me get up in their feelings about like, once we get successful, we everyone else has to prove themselves to me. It happens a lot with black men who who get to a certain financial level and it's like I won. I am the black man. You know what I mean? Like I could have done this that and the other but no I'm a successful doctor, lawyer, whatever and then women have to come to them. And when Lydia or Leah wasn't down for that, he took that as a personal offense. You know? I definitely got the fragile alpha from him. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, all right. Before we get to the final couple, quote unquote couple, uh, I do just <laughs> want to give a quick shout out to Justin Jordan. Be sure to follow him at Freddie's Roommate oh, across yeah. all platforms. <laughs> but also, he and Deja are continuing to recap The Golden Bachelor right here on Decoding Reality. So be sure to check out all those episodes. Uh, and uh, they're going to be covering the rest of the season. Uh, so keep it subscribed here. Um, I think Love is Blind season f- six is probably not scheduled to premiere until 2024, uh, is my sense. And that's assuming uh, more lawsuits don't come out and take down the entire company of kinetic content. <laughs> uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But um, if there is a Love is Blind season six and there is demand, uh, we'll probably be back here on Decoding Reality. Talk about it. We'll see. Uh, the future is unknown. All that said, Let's talk about the final couple. JP and Taylor. I just got to say, you know, talking about this as a PR exercise, I think it's very obvious JP doesn't have any handlers <laughs> because <laughs> dude had dude had like 18 months to come up with something, anything that was better than I wanted to tell you how beautiful you looked without makeup and I failed. I, I said it wrong. That mm-hmm. that is what he went with. That that's what we're going with. That's what we're going with. Okay, that was my reaction to that. 
Um, he also had the cameras made me feel uncomfortable. The ca- oh yes, the cameras in the made pod me feel the cameras were distant, but in the hotel the cameras were close. So yeah, that he he thought he thought for eighteen months, and that's what he came up with was the cameras made me feel uncomfortable, and also you look beautiful without makeup is what I meant to say. <laughs> that's what that's uh, that's what he came up with, and that was it. That was it, Justin. What did you think of uh, the JP Taylor segment of here? Uh, you know. <laughs> I have so many thoughts. I, I, have, I think I have three thoughts. Number one, JP, you fumbled because <laughs> Taylor came out with another revenge dress that mm-hmm. looked absolutely amazing. She had like, plenty of revenge makeup, revenge body makeup. <laughs> she really put it all on just to see what he was missing out on. Number two, <laughs> I think, unfortunately, I think there is truth to what JP is saying when he says, the difference in the cameras made a difference because in the pods, you don't see the cameras. It's like, it's almost as if you're in there by yourself, but mm. obviously you're not, you're mm-hmm. on a television show. It's like the cameras are hidden. So you're more likely to be more forthcoming about what you're saying, what you're thinking is like that. It's just you and the other voice in the pod. So I do get that. But at the same time, <laughs> I think, I think, JP is one of those men that would have no problem in a small town. What? He's a firefighter. I think that he's not used to dating or pursuing women. I think in his neck of the woods, wherever he is, it's like, well, we met in third grade and now we're together forever for 34 years. He doesn't know how to date outside of that, you know? So he actually said in a bar, I would have my men friends talk to the woman for me or then they would go up to some other woman and then I as the wingman would end up in the conversation. Like he literally does not know how to start a conversation. Um, And I really, on the one hand, I felt it was true that he is probably very introverted and or socially awkward or has social anxiety or something, but he had done no work in 18 months to shift the blame toward himself. (laughs) He did say, I'm sorry, but he didn't have much of a story beyond that. Um, And I really, I think he's not attracted to her or he said things like the way to get me to open up is not by badgering me. And she said, you could have told me that. And he's like, oh yeah, I could have. Like, I think he literally, I'm so fascinated to see who this woman is that he ends up with. I think you are exactly right, Justin. Like when you said a few episodes ago on this podcast, he's the kind of guy who wants to show up to his 12 hour shift at the fire station saying, women am i right my wife just finally (laughs) stopped talking and but she packed me this casserole you know like i think that is exactly his idea he's like have you ever seen that snl sketch with travis kelsey and bo and yang no where bo and yang is a gay man who says sometimes my straight girlfriends are exhausting they're wonderful but sometimes i need a straight male friend who's just so undemanding you can go there and you can say nothing to each other for 10 hours. If you move out of the country, you don't even need to say goodbye. Like that is JP's ideal. And I think in some ways that's his ideal of a woman. Yeah. It's it's basically yeah. like an ad for like a medication. But instead of like Claritin, it's my – try a straight male friends. Like <laughs> – um, you know, feeling down, try straight male friends. Like they won't demand anything of you at all. You know, like that kind of thing. So I think there's anyway. women out there that JP, I think, I think women would sign that contract with JP. I think there's women, those women do exist. 
that don't exist in the big city uh, for JP, yeah. but you know, I, I'm sure they exist in Texas. I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably don't exist on a in a cohort of people willing to go on a nationally broadcast television show called Love Is Blind. You know, maybe, uh, maybe. I, at the end of the day, I just I'm I'm sure JP will make someone happy. He like he didn't commit a crime besides just being a very inconsiderate person. You know, I think that everyone who makes it to the end of Love Is Blind is a strong personality. I think that's true of. Virtually every single person who's made it to the end of every season of Love is Blind is hmm. they're a strong personality. And very few, there's very few people who are like, that person has no personality at all. I have no memory of them. Like, most of them are pretty memorable. Um, so I think he was barking up the wrong tree signing up for this show. Let's just put that out there. Um, well, so can we talk about the dresses? Because Justin <laughs> promised we would discuss all the revenge dresses. So do you want to go one by one? How should we do it? Joey, why don't you, yeah, go one by one, Joey. You, you bring them up. Well, we already talked about Lydia. That plunge, architecturally, mind-blowing. Um, yes. And then to her left, Johnny. How did we feel about Johnny's dress? I think, I think it was the, it was the least revenge dress. I think, I don't think blue is her color, unfortunately. And I think uh, the, the ribbon threw me off. Like, from where the yes. under the sea, yes. you know, something yes. like that. The enchantment under the sea dance and back to the future. That's kind <laughs> yeah, of where you would, where you'd see that dress. Um, yeah. and then Stacy didn't. It was, I don't know if it was a dress. It was a dress, I guess. I it think Stacy had my sitch. least favorite look. My least favorite look. She's keeping on the theme of the least fabric possible. So good for her. She's on theme, but I, it was my least favorite dress of the evening. I think it's bold. I think it's bold, you know, for to to do that, like to do the straps, like the cross straps, like that's bold. It's like it, it, there's a there's a degree of confidence that that requires. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there's so boob give, tape over there too. I'll give I'll give her that. I'll give her that. You know, I, I will agree that I think like Lydia's look was even bolder and and ar- arguably more successful than Stacy's. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I do think there's something about you know. There's a lot of confidence in the Stacy look. All right, Joy. Who else? Um, then we have Aaliyah. Yeah. I I like the dress, but not the color. I like mm. that you can see her tattoo, and I love like the the uh, what's it called the body of the dress, the way it like flowed out like above mm-hmm. and it kind of like came out. I, th- this is a lit podcast. No one can see what my arms are doing. <laughs> like this asymmetric <laughs> bodice that kind of went. It was strapless, but it went up toward the shoulder on one side. Yes, but I do. I did love her hair. I think that's the best her hair, hair looked look incredible. she's had the entire season. Yeah, it was season. awesome. It was awesome. So that's what yeah. I want to say. Looked great. She looked great. Yeah. Um, and then Taylor. I think that's my second favorite. Lydia's number one, and Taylor's a close second because I think gold is her. She looked like an Oscar statue for sure. I had that same thought. <laughs> Yeah, she did. And the earrings, I think, complemented it well because there were lots of shots with just her head. So I had time to look at her earrings, which were also very nice. So, um, And I will say we gave Vanessa a lot of grief last season for looking like a big asymmetrical, like silver, <laughs> like 
liquid sculpture. Um, I thought she looked very, very good. Um, very, very tasteful, very tasteful, yeah. tasteful and appropriate. Like I'm not the center of attention here. It, you know, like I yeah. have a budget that's 100 mm. X, all these other girls, except maybe Stacy, just 10 X, <laughs> 10 X Stacy's budget. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I want to just say one other thing and I hate that I'm singling her out for this, but I feel like Stacy has gotten a lot of heat on the internet for her makeup. And I think it's so mm. harsh. Like if you don't like her makeup, fine but is it like so worth making tiktoks where you just make fun of one person's makeup i felt like she heard it and she went with a different look as a result but i think stacy's lovely either way and i if you you wear the makeup you want i don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that stacy is joy's spirit animal if you can't tell so that's what's going on anyway all right any other closing thoughts on love is blind season five Justin, I, I know we disagree on this. In my opinion, this was uh, one of the better reunions of Love is Blind, but probably the worst season out of any Love is Blind season. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think the I think the show itself, you feel the weight of the show, and I think the structure of it is buckling. You know, mm-hmm. with with all the edited out couples and things like that, yeah, with yeah. all the Instagram screenshots and like contestants speaking out, the entire weight of the show is now it's buckling under the pressure. And I think I said this earlier in the season that it's no longer the truest form of this experiment is no longer possible. Absolutely. You can only get yeah. that in the first one or two seasons. But that being said, I think we are in for very dynamic seasons coming out mm-hmm. of this, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. I think, I, I will say season three had, like season three, which is the one that had like Cole and Zeneb, for instance, <sighs> was morally outrageous. You know, like it was like actively, I felt like the show was doing something morally reprehensible, you know, in season three with how it handled everything. Um, and so like, arguably that's like a worse season in terms of like, I felt like I needed to take a shower afterwards, <laughs> but it was also way better television than season five was overall. Mm. Uh, I thought it was very compelling television. I, I had, I had this incredible journey in season three where like, do you remember Cole and Zeneb? Did you watch season three, Justin? I believe so. I think it's Dallas. It's um, yeah. Alexa and Brennan. Um, do you remember? He's kind of like a they cowboy. They all blur together. To yeah. Be well, there's this. There's this couple named Cole, Cole and Zeneb, and Cole was like this, like very stereotypical broy dude. And I'm watching the uh, season premiere of season three, and I'm like, this guy, I, I get this guy away from me. I don't want to watch this guy. And then he ends up being one of the couples. And then by the end, by the end of the reunion, he is reduced to tears. And Mm. I, I went from like, not hating, but just like not wanting anything to do with this guy to like, my heart went out to him. I'm like, I felt all this compassion for him. And I went on a journey, you know, like that was a real meaningful journey for me. The closest thing to that this season is Milton, you know, which is like, (laughs) <laughs> he went from his crusty phase to like now he's in his like respectable husband phase but you know yeah and i'm saying season three was like compelling television and this was not compelling television in my opinion uh but maybe less morally bad uh, i, I, I think it's so much less morally bad 
that reunion left me feeling like eight <laughs> to ten of the people of the ten people on the stage are good. They're good in life. They're good where they are. Maybe mm-hmm. they didn't meet someone they married. I think Stacy and Izzy's love was real, even if they yep. didn't. You're talking about together. the season five reunion we just saw, right? The so, reunion yeah. we just saw. Yeah. And yeah. that makes me feel if the structure is breaking down, but that part of what that means is the contestants have more eyes wide open about the experience yeah. or can kind of like live a more independent life that isn't as dictated by the show. Because watching Cole get broken by the show was really mm-hmm. hard. Watching yeah. Shane get broken by the show was hard. And I don't even like Shane. Yeah. And I, I could say that about a number of other people. Kyle to some extent, Deep D, although I think she's fine. You know, like, this was the one that left me feeling like two things. One, they're all okay. And two, I think it's actually a great teaching moment that they have several conflicts where you could see the truth is in the eye of the beholder. Everybody spoke their truth. And -hmm. even when they replayed that clip of Johnny and Stacy and Chris and Izzy at the party, everybody's version of that, you can see how they came into that conflict and had that interpretation that's actually valuable that is how adult miscommunication happens um and so i think i don't think it's total crap after i've complained about it so much all season (laughs) i actually think it might be okay not total crap that's the one line review of season five of love is blind I want to thank Justin Jordan, a.k.a. Freddy's roommate, for chatting with us. This is the first time we've done this together as a group, and uh, it's been a delight, We did it at the beginning. No, I'm saying, yeah, this season is the first time we've Uh, done this in this configuration of people. And um, it's been a delight, Justin, and we're grateful for your time. We hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. I'm so glad that I brought the word crusty to so many people's lexicons. Absolutely. I hope it uh, becomes fetch. I have thought of it many times since you first said it. She has, she has mentioned it many stage. times in our conversation. Yeah, and now sure. it's so helpful. You know so many people that are crusty. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, and thanks to uh, Joy as well for uh, chatting with us. So, all right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for Golden Bachelor recaps with uh, Justin and Deja. And we'll see you later. Goodbye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.